And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Startup Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conaway, founder and CEO of Innovate Her KC. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is sponsored by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably, and helping us do a whole bunch of cool stuff to support entrepreneurs. Today on the show, we have one of my favorites, favorites, favorites. We have with us today, Siobhan Cherry, Director of Community and Partnerships at Spark Coworking. And we're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff, but in particular, I hope we're going to be tapping Siobhan's expertise around community building and around coworking and how hybrid workforce is, is becoming a thing. Like we're going to have all kinds of fun conversation. Siobhan, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for this conversation. Me too. I, I love our conversations. This one just happens to be recorded. So so let's hop right into it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just ask you the the softball kickoff question, Siobhan. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us a little bit about Spark, and and we will be on our way. Yeah. Well, um, so um, I am based in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, very early on, uh, I've been working in the uh, tech. Uh, innovation space for about 16 years. I feel like I'm a prodigy <laughs> for <laughs> being in this space for that long. But it feels um, so long. <laughs> it feels so long. I know. Um, but my my journey um, has been quite a unique one. Um, I've worked in the federal contracting space in the private sector when the iPhone was first coming out. I was a design and user experience um, on mobile app design back in '09 and worked for a small mobile agency. Um, we grew the company from five to 50. I was employee number five, literally in the basement of our CEO's house when he was just launching. And during that time of growing that company, I realized all of the, the, the pitfalls and the challenges and the really cool things that happen when you're growing a, a startup from the ground up. Um, and worked with a, a health tech accelerator for about a year, kind of diving into the venture capital and accelerator space of furthermoring um, supporting small businesses and entrepreneurs and startups. And then um, the space that we were in, it was a great opportunity to kind of get in with Spark and, and join the initiative and the launch of that brand back in 2015. And here we are almost uh, six years later, um, going on multiple locations of supporting entrepreneurs and ecosystem builders throughout the country. Well, I, I haven't had the opportunity to enjoy Spark Baltimore or, or Spark St. Louis, which I know are two of your locations, but I got to tell you, the Spark location here in Kansas City is just beautiful. And I know that, that you know the team has done an amazing job uh, putting together programming and putting together uh, access points and connection points for members. So, I mean, you, you've built quite a beautiful thing. Um, do you ever just sit back and, and, and say to yourself, like, look at what I did. I'm so proud. 
Well, it takes a t- it takes a village, right? So it takes yeah, you sure. Know, it's, it's, um, I mean, the, I think looking back and seeing how our members and our companies who are still there, who have graduated, and how they're how they're succeeding, and how they've used Spark as a, a platform to really elevate themselves and their companies and hire um, and grow their teams, and that's what I love. You know, we have we you know we're we're based here. We launched the official brand in Baltimore in 2016. Um, Spark Kansas City opened in 2020. Um, St. Louis just opened here um, in June of 2021. Because what better thing to do during a global pandemic is to open a co-working space. Um, but <laughs> what I what I that's do, not crazy at all. No, it's not crazy at all. And and actually, it really reflected the need of you know entrepreneurs and people going out on their own and whether they were on their third or fourth career path or they were on their first one, um, providing a space and a place for them to really thrive and grow. And, you know, when I look at the spaces, the the look and the, the design, the feel of it feels nice. It feels polished and it feels like a place that I am proud to work from and I want our members to be proud to work from. Um, but it's also, um, you know, like you mentioned with our team and the resources and programming, it's not just the feel, but just what is the team? What are the boots on the ground? What's the Spark team doing to really um, boost in collaboration within our members and bring in partners that are really going to support them? Because, you know, in the world of co-working, you can have a really great looking space. You can have an Instagrammable sort of vibe. But if the community element isn't there, then what really are you doing at the end of the day so you're just leasing office space you're just leasing office space at that co-working has the potential to be so much more exactly exactly and the co-working industry has been around for decades um you know i'm coming i'm kind of coming in here in the last uh six or seven years of kind of growing what we're doing with spark but um you know there are folks in the in the short-term flex workspace and co-working industry that are the real OGs that I've had the pleasure of working with and and connecting with as we've been doing, uh, continuing our spark journey of expanding the brand. Yeah. Well, so, so let's talk about that. You know, you are one of my kind of go-to experts when it comes to the co-working landscape. So, you know, I, th- I think we all know at this point that we've undergone a pandemic, um, you know, that is still continuing on and that things have changed. We're looking at changing work environments and expectations from employers. And so talk to us, like, what, what does co-working look like today? A little bit of everything. Um, so it really, I we for Spark in particular, we, we are really city focused and city centered. So in the three current cities that we're in, um, we really, what are the needs of Baltimore? What are the needs of Kansas City? What are the needs of St. Louis? Um, even though we are a, a brand of that are, it is nationwide that we're supporting entrepreneurs across the country, whenever we're opening in a lo- new location or in an existing location, we're hyper-focused on the needs of that city and the entrepreneurs and the students and the innovators and the creators, because we're not, at the end of the day, we're not just for what a entrepreneur, you know, well, one, what does an entrepreneur look like? Anyone and anything, right? There's no one <laughs> type of, of um, demographic when it comes to that. Um, but right. we really want to make sure that we're providing a space and a place that people can grow and thrive and feel comfortable and feel supported, right? You can be in a, a really great looking location and still be on an island and be lost and not feel comfortable and not feel good in your skin. 
And, um, you know, the goal for, for Spark is to ensure that the community in Kansas City, the community in St. Louis, the community in Baltimore and, and beyond um, have like this great haven. Um, and we're not the only haven. We, you know, you've seen, I, I, I've been engaging in Kansas City for, for quite some time now. We want to work um, with other ecosystem builders and other ESOs, those other entrepreneur support organizations that are the backbone of, you know, the ecosystem in, in the cities that we're supporting. So um, we, we really try to make sure that we're doing the work and not just being a really great, flashy, you know, <laughs> looking space. Yeah. And that's through, it's it's tough, right? It's building community and, and making sure we're fostering collaboration is not for the faint hearted. Um, you are working with many different types of folks. You are being really creative in the types of programming and campaigns and and resources and amenities that we're providing. Um, for Spark in particular, we're really focused on the marriage of hospitality and entrepreneurship. Um, we have companies who, you know, they're trying to look for really creative ways to compete out there in the market. So how how, how are they being competitive? Well, Spark's a tool for them. Um, we're providing them a, a great space and place where when they're doing their, their hiring and they have, they're trying to, you know, build this talent retention tool. We're another tool and they're a little feather in their cap to say, hey, we may not have the, the big flashy, we own X amount of square feet uh, or a big, our name on the side of the building, but we have this really collaborative workspace in this really great community that you'll be a part of when you join our team. And um, I, you know, I, I'm a big football fan, so I like to say that Spark is sort of like the the twelfth man on the field or woman on the field, as I like to say, uh, <laughs> where, where we are. You Love know, it. there's there's a 11, 11 person team on 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 the team of these companies that we're supporting, but we're there behind the scenes. We're the the men and women women behind the curtain that's really supporting them and um, helping them be, be that uh, that growth support. Yeah. Well, so so to our, our listeners at home, you know, you, you've done a really great job of kind of highlighting some of the, the perks of co-working for sure. But let's get let's get really tactical. So so I'm an entrepreneur and I'm coming to Spark and I'm saying, hey, you know, I'm interested in officing out of your location. What are some of the the benefits, some of the you know, if you wanted to share like some positive stories of entrepreneurs that have worked out of your space and, you know, found collaboration and collisions, like what are some of the real tangible benefits of working within a co-working space? Like, you know, we've talked about community, but what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the biggest example has been the last 18, the, the last, you know, almost two years now with the, the pandemic that we've been in, um, you know, we made sure that we weren't just, when I say we're really part of their team, I mean, these are individuals that we're seeing almost every day. Um, some folks have been with us for over five years, you know, they have gotten married, they've had babies, they've gotten divorced. You know, we're, we're seeing not just only their, their professional lives, we're seeing their personal lives. And it's a true relationship that we're building and, and being a part of. So, one of the big, big examples of what does that support look like, um, our response to the pandemic. Um, we made sure that, and at that time, we only had one location opened in Baltimore, um, but we made sure that we were doing our due diligence and we were not just talking the talk, but we were walking the walk. And during the state of emergency for COVID, um, we did rent forgiveness for all 158 of our companies that were based in our bottom wow. location. Um, 
That's huge. Yeah, that was that was extremely important to us because that really sets us upside and different from the very commercial real estate transactional organizations versus us, which we really try to be community focused, economic development focused. How can we support the companies and entrepreneurs in our city? And the conversations that I was having with our members at the time it got pretty intense because you didn't know, none of us knew what was going on. You didn't know what was gonna be happening um, around the bend. And even when you're launching your own business, you know, it's not just a, a year, a five-year forecast, it's a quarterly forecast for some of these business during normal, quote, normal times. So when you when you bring in the, the craziness of what 2020 brought everyone, um, we wanted to make sure we're doing our due diligence and we're we're part of their team and allow allowing making that space and allowing those companies to have that rent forgiveness for that time while we were still in that state of emergency. Really, I, I, I didn't I honestly at the time I didn't think about the impact that it would make on the companies, but the one-on-one -on -one conversations I had with individuals and we were very open, we were very transparent, we held town halls. We had open door policy, let us know what you need, resources, grants. We wanted to make sure that we're getting connected, getting them connected with any and all um, opportunities to help support them. And the conversations I was having with these companies and these entrepreneurs who were having to furlough their teams and having to, you know, think about, I need to move, think about how am I going to pay my, you know, my staff. And um, it really showed just the impact of what strong community can do in a community that cares about you. Um, the other side of that was really seeing, and this is outside of COVID, seeing our companies work with each other and support each other. Um, I know there's always sort of like the old school water cooler, you know, kind of connecting and networking around the water cooler. But um, in Spark, we see connecting around the nitro cold brew coffee. Um, we have shuffleboard on site. So kind of uh, we had a couple companies who have actually they partnered together and they launched a new product um, around the shuffleboard <laughs> table in our lounge. So that's really, really cool to see, I think. Um, you know, it, it's not just the the great atmosphere, but it's, I mean, it's the perks too. It's the the amenities with the nitro cold brew and the beer and wine on site and the mother's rooms that are necessary. Um, the Zen rooms, wellness spaces, those are all really great, great things. And, and we love that we are providing them. I'm actually here recording from our podcast studio here in St. Louis, because we made sure in the advent of 2020, we included a podcasting room and Zoom rooms in our list of amenities. Um, but it's also the heart of what we are providing like our teams. You know, uh, we when we're hiring for our Spark teams, it's we're not just hiring a quote receptionist, which I totally hate that term. By, by the right. way, <laughs> we're hiring. We're looking for unicorns. We're looking for individuals that love their cities, that love the growth that's happening, that's really in the trenches because they know the hard work it takes to launch a venture. Um, so it's, it's a, well, it's a all kind of rounded ecosystem that we're creating here at Spark. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that I love that. Like I've, I've always been a firm proponent of, of co-working just because, because exactly what you said, like there, you could go and you could get an office in, in a building or something like that. But first of all, there, there's the, the ease of use of knowing that you have community connectors and you have folks on the ground who are ready to help make your experience better. But really what you're, what you're accessing with co-working is that overarching larger sense of community. 
Um, you know, I, I know so many stories of collaboration and opportunity that were born of being in the right place at the right time and meeting the right person. And so when you intentionally create environments where these collisions can happen, yeah. you know, the sky's the limit. It's, it's um, people, it's people as an amenity almost. You yeah. Know, people, people think of what's your, what are all the perks? What are all the amenities? And at the core of it, it's the people, it's the heart. Um, yeah. you know, and, and the diversity of the companies that we have in the space, you know, a lot of when people tend to think of co-working to think of these big, cool tech companies that are up and coming and while yes, we absolutely have those, but we have, we are industry agnostic. So we have companies of all different backgrounds from transportation to, um, we have a children's book publisher that's in our Baltimore space. We have a gentleman who, um, him and his partner just launched a swim school um, in, in in Baltimore. And you would, swimming school, what does that have to do with co-working? Well, they're a small business who's new and they took advantage of some changes um, with gyms in, in the Baltimore ecosystem. A lot of um, gyms and, and fitness centers were looking for ways to monetize their pools that no one were really using as much with, within um, you know, COVID. And they saw an opportunity as a small business and launched their, their space. Um, they started with us a couple months ago with a desk. They are now moved into a three-person office, a, a three, three offices within our space because oh, wow. their business model is growing, growing, growing. I think that is a, that's what I love seeing as well. Um, I had a, um, a, a two gentlemen, I say gentlemen, they were under, when they joined with us, they were undergrads in college. Um, I think they made me feel extremely old, um, <laughs> but um, they, they were still in school. They were, they hadn't graduated yet. And they came to us, they had a, um, with their company, they were focused on how do we cure cancer with code, right? Um, extremely ambitious. And they got two desks with us. They graduated college. Wow. Congratulations. We threw a little graduation party for them. Um, and they started work plugging away in their company. And in eight months from eight months from graduating, went from a desk to upgrading to an office to getting $1.5 million in funding and being part of the, the moonshot, um, that initiative that was uh, being pushed by Congress at the time um, and moved into a suite. Um, now they're a team of 35 people. <laughs> so, and this was a couple of years wow. ago now, but that's like the energy in the space, the types of companies that are coming in and the, the, and they were able to do that because they didn't have all that overhead. They were able to come to a co-working space where they could mingle and network and support, but at the same time, not have to worry about, Ooh, we're locked into a five-year lease and we have to stay here. Or how am I going to pay for this receptionist, this this cable, this janitorial, like all the all the things that entrepreneurs may not think about when they're starting to launch their own business, we want to take right. away that um, those things for them and basically handle that. Yeah, no, I, co-working, it certainly is convenient. And I, I, you and I actually first met when I was running a co-working space, Village Square. Yes. And it's one of those things where like, there's just so much minutia that you don't think, think of like, you know, who replaces the toilet paper, who orders the coffee, who, uh, I don't know, deals with the alarm when it goes off, things like that. And having, being able to offload that to somebody else that you can focus on the business of running your business, not the business of managing your space. Um, it, it's just, it's hugely impactful for entrepreneurs and you can do it in a cost-effective way. You can do it in a, in a space that understands what you're trying to accomplish. 
Um, it's just, I think that co-working, co-working is the wave of the future to me. Like it, it's so powerful and it has the potential to be of such benefit for our entrepreneurs. Now, I do want to just break in really quickly and tell you something else that can be of benefit to our entrepreneurs is finding yourself a, an easy way to put together a software team. You know, if you're building a technology product, we highly recommend Fullscale.io. Today's episode of Startup Hustle was sponsored by Fullscale, but they can help you build a software team quickly and affordably. They can do all of those things uh, on your development team that co-working does on your, your location. Uh, so definitely check them out, fullscale.io, um, and, and they have an incredible team that they will put behind you, throw their resources to you, and help you get your tech product created, managed uh, in, a, in a beautiful, beautiful way. Uh, so we have with us today Shervon Sherry. She is Director of Community and Partnerships of Spark Coworking. And we're, we're just right now we're just talking about coworking, um, you know, just kind of delving into what that looks like. Now, now Shervon, I, I want to ask you this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a little bit of a curveball, but hopefully not too I'm ready bad. for it. I'm ready for it. Ready? So, so imagine that you're an entrepreneur and you've never, you know, been a part of a co-working environment. You've been working out of your basement. Uh, that, that is the stereotype, right? It is. So, what are some, yeah. so, so what are some, some co-working best practices like for our listeners at home, if they want to get the most out of their co-working environment, what are some things that they can do to ensure that they are taking advantage of everything offered? Yeah, um, I think the number one thing is ask questions. You know, like you're, the team that's there on site um, that's supporting the space or running the space, um, connect with them, learn what offerings they have, um, what are programming that programs that are coming up, different things that are that they're developing for the membership. Um, how another question that you can ask is how can you, as an entrepreneur or a business owner, support that space? Um, and yeah. one thing that we do is we want all of our members to showcase their products or services. We have these brown bag lunch info sessions where we let our members know that they can come into the space, share what they're currently working on with their fellow members in the space. Many co-working spaces actually offer this as well. So I would say don't be afraid to kind of reach out to the team that's on site um, because you would be able to collaborate with them and maybe create some new programming that could in turn benefit your business or get more eyeballs on your SaaS product yeah. or your service. So I think that's the number one thing. Ask, ask questions. Um, yeah. I, I like to tell folks as well, kind of, you don't have to stay in your, your office. You know, <laughs> you, yeah. we, we, we make sure at Spark, we have really great engaging workspaces in communal areas. So you can hang out in the Zen room or you can go um, into the members lounge or, or go into the, like, the podcast studio that I'm, I'm hanging out in right now. Um, and you really utilize the entire space. I think the one big thing that people tend to not realize about co-working is that you have the entire space is yours. I mean, obviously not your fellow member's private office, that's their private office, but really taking advantage of the communal kitchens, the meeting rooms, the lounge spaces, the fun areas, the, the outdoor patios. These are all spaces that are part of your membership. And yeah. uh, that's one thing I, I've noticed with a lot of new members, they tend to kind of stay, you know, in their office, in their private space. And I say, get out, you know, <laughs> make sure yeah. you're, you're engaging and connecting with folks um, in, in the space as well. Um, and then the other thing I would have to say is on, that kind of go, coincides with my second point 
is don't be afraid to connect um, with other members in the space. You never know who's doing what. Um, we utilize Slack as our community communication platform. So we always introduce our new members that are on the site with the community on Slack. We post digital sort of welcome. We have our, on our digital screens throughout the space. We'll post a digital welcome for any of the new members. We want to introduce them into the community. Um, but I always tell our members, post a welcome on the Slack. Reach out to folks. We make sure that when we have events or happy hours or whatnot, we're um, introducing them into the community, but we always encourage folks to introduce themselves. Um, we're doing a, a lot of um, uh, sort of matchmaking, so to speak. So whenever a member joins the ecosystem and other co-working spaces do this as well, we are, we're not just seeing you as a number. We see you as the full being of what you're doing as a company, your growth aspirations and whatnot. We see, oh, what products you're building or you're aspiring to building, who could be a great partner for you as a business. We may have someone here um, in our community that would be a great asset or a resource or a partner with you. So we'll make those soft introductions on your behalf. Um, I would say, don't be afraid to ask for introduction. Maybe you saw someone or you saw a logo in a hallway and you're like, oh, they look kind of interesting. You maybe did a little light Google stalking of them. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to your community manager and say, hey, do you mind introducing me? Because that's literally yeah. why we're here. <laughs> we're literally here to make those connections. So those are just the yeah, kind of- I, I love that. Today. And I actually don't see enough of that mm -hmm. in co-working spaces. Like I see people who just happen to meet around the water cooler or something like that. And you often see really positive relationships come about that. But I don't know, I don't know that I've ever utilized my community manager and just been like, hey, would you mind shooting like an intro email or something like that? So, yeah. so that's a really great point that that's something that you can do. Leverage that that team at your co-working space to help you grow your network. Absolutely. Um, and I think I'm a little ashamed of myself that I didn't realize no, that. No, 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 don't be ashamed. That. No. Thank you. That's why we're here. I think when, when you think of the world of co-working, a lot of people just think of the physical. They think of the cool space. They think of yeah. what the, the, what's tangibly there. Um, but there's all these intangible assets and solutions that are provided with co-working and that community manager. Right. And that goes back to hiring the right people for our team. You know, we're hiring folks that have their own entrepreneurial aspirations or are doing their own things in the ecosystem. Um, so they're really, really great resources for members. Yeah. Well, I, I dig that. So, so talk to us a little bit about Spark itself. You know, you, you've, you've expanded relatively rapidly. Yeah. Um, I know that Spark Baltimore was around for a while, but the Kansas City to St. Louis jump was, was pretty quick. And it and it happened, you know, through a pandemic, which I, I'm reserving judgment on the Shervan is a little crazy. Uh, but, you know, you clearly have an amazing idea. There's a lot of traction. There's a lot of interest. What is the the future? Of, of Spark to you? What are you looking to do? Yeah, well, what you kind of said there hit it, hit it on the head. It's a little crazy, crazy um, to open two new co-working spaces in, a, in two different cities during a global pandemic, but um, isn't entrepreneurship just a little crazy? <laughs> I mean, sure. What's, what's the saying that you have to jump off the cliff and grow wings yeah. on the way down, or you have to, you know, fly the plane while you're you're building it? That's what every entrepreneur does. Yeah, I mean, we 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 can't say that um, 
we're supporting entrepreneurs and we want to give you advice and resources and not do the same thing ourselves. So we have to, we have to drink our old, we, we, we drink our own Kool-Aid. Um, sure. so yeah, so for, for Spark, it's been a crazy, uh, crazy, awesome, um, almost six years. Uh, yeah. So, um, we, we, we kind of did a, okay, steady, 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 go, 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 go sort of thing, um, with, with expanding into, um, the Missouri, uh, market and, and for Baltimore, I mean, we had a solid five years of just one location and we were really baked into the local ecosystem. I, you know, I have been coming back and forth to Kansas city for quite some time and working with amazing ecosystem builders like yourself and various organizations and just meeting the community with aspirations of growing the brand um, into cities that maybe are not getting the national attention as they should. Um, a lot of people ask this all the time, especially with the growth. They're like, why Baltimore? Why Kansas City? Why St. Louis? And I'm using that voice for a purpose because they're like my naysayers, right? And I always yeah. say, why not? You have these amazing entrepreneurs, these amazing companies who are not getting the same face time as the New York's in the Bay Area. They're not getting the same, um, you know, they should be, but they're not getting the same sort of uh, access to funding or the spotlight on them. And when when I've been, you know, connecting with the Kansas City and St. Louis ecosystem, seeing the just the really great work and the companies and the individuals that's, that's, that are being launched here just made perfect sense to grow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and people have asked this question, why during a pandemic, why would you put, why would you even consider that? And I, right. I say, this is, this was the time to do it. This was the time when people were dealing with layoffs and furloughs and, they were deciding it was, it was very reminiscent of 2009, 2008, 2009 during the market crash um, when you had a lot of folks and a lot of tech companies were launched during that time period because you had individuals who were who were leaving either by their own accord or not, leaving their businesses, leaving their companies and starting their own thing. And I'm seeing remnants of that again popping up here in 2020, 2021, where now is the time to make sure that we're putting we're providing more platforms, more opportunities, and um, not saying that there wasn't already things happening in the cities that we're going into, because that's absolutely not. We're, we're going into cities where there are absolutely individuals and organizations and public and private entities that are doing some amazing work. And what we see the work that they're doing, we're like, hey, you're awesome. Can we come play with you? You know, we, we yeah. want to support the sandbox too. And um, that's exactly what we did with Kansas City. Uh, we opened uh, in September of 2020, um, still in the middle of everything. I was doing FaceTime construction walkthroughs, which was interesting because um, no one was really traveling at that time. And um, yeah, we, we made it work. And the same thing with, with St. Louis that opened um, in later in 2021. So um, yeah, I think opening a space during this chaotic time really made the most sense because one, it showed we're here to stay. We're here to support. We're not, we're not just going to put up a co-working space or create a community when everything's hunky-dory and happy. Um, we're here to be a space to um, find solutions for challenges. And what, what more challenges have we all been experiencing um, in 2020 and beyond? Yeah. 
I, it's been it has been a rough couple of years, but watching you know the the co working industry as as a whole pivot and adapt and and kind of reshape what they have reshape what they do um, has been really it's it's been inspiring to be perfectly honest with you. Now now I'm gonna I'm gonna take us back up to the ten thousand foot view because we've kind of talked about the future of Spark and we've talked about you know these different cities that that you operate in. But I'm curious, what do you think? Like, how are you going to ride the future of the co-working industry? What do you see happening there, given everything that has happened over the course of the past couple of years? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's connected to the future of work. How people are working, I mean, how people are living is different. And that goes with how people are working. It, there's a shift. People want, um, I won't call it convenience, but they want um, a, a bit of harmony between their work life. Because we all know work-life balance doesn't exist, right? <laughs> we, we, yeah. we, can, we, can, we can pretend that it does, but it doesn't. But how do we mitigate that? How do we um, provide uh, solutions and spaces to, to help, you know, support that a bit? And co-working is a, is a tool to kind of uh, support those goals as for individuals, if, whether they're working in the corporate space or they're entrepreneurs on their own. And uh, I mean, the future of, of work and how co-working is associated with that, it just it's, makes perfect sense because now you have an individual who can say, my company is based in New York, but I want to work here in Kansas City because that's where my family is. And my family is my rock. And that's the support I need at the time. Before, right. it, it could be, I have to move to New York. I have to leave. I have to, you know, now with remote work. And not only with the remote work, a lot of folks have had to sort of fight their companies and say, this is why I need to do remote work. Now you have companies from the small startups to the corporate entities who are understanding that they have a workforce that needs to be, needs some comforts, needs need, need some space and place to be able to be themselves. And if that means that they can do their duty and be productive from a different state, it's a no brainer. Um, it's yeah. about, at the end of the day, it's about that talent retention. There's going to be, a, I mean, you're seeing it now. It, it, right now, it's an employee, it's an employee market, right? Employers are having a really tough time finding solid talent. So they're getting really creative and really um, kind of letting loose a little bit on some of those things that um, to, to target that talent into the space. So I think you're going to see a lot of more purpose-driven initiatives when it comes to benefits, um, and resources that companies are giving their employees, and co-working is one of them. And I, I, I say benefits very intentionally. We're having many conversations with organizations who are baking flex workspace and subsidizing co-working into their benefits packages and showcasing that as a, as a recruiting tool. Um, so it's already starting to happen. I think you're having a lot of folks who are kind of really getting in early, I guess, quote, early with that. And it's just going to be a, a snowball effect. This is going to be something that's going to be very standard when it comes to benefits and and um, companies and what they offer. For sure. And have you, has Spark started to kind of show the way on that? It's not, I mean, it sounds like you have. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we've, I'm, well, you know me, <laughs> I'm, I'm always wanting to connect and meet and build relationships and build partnerships. 
Um, so we actually have national partners that we work with from TaskRabbit to Southwest Airlines, um, uh, co Launch Code, uh, various diverse organizations that we work with um, to provide various um, resources and discounts and supports to our members. Um, but when it comes to being really creative and, and how do we provide solid resources, not just for members, but their companies, I think we we can be really nimble with that. By not being a big sort of conglomerate global entity, we can be super nimble, super agile in what we're offering. We're listening to what their needs are. And we can also give recommendations of, hey, we're the industry experts in co-working. We're literally the boots on the ground. This is these items or these things are what your employees or potential recruits are looking for. This is what they're asking for. Um, also, I, I, like I said earlier, I've, I've been in the ecosystem space and startup space for almost 17 years now. So I've been there myself um, and still paying attention and connected to folks who are in three different cities working in this space. So it's really being, we're sort of this like conduit in between. We're, we're listening, we're boots on the ground, we're listening to what's happening in the ecosystem, and we're able to share that knowledge up. Um, because, you know, not every employee is going to be completely honest with their employer, what their needs are. Um, but if they can come to a, 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 a organization or, or individuals like us that can say, we are in this space, we are actively supporting entrepreneurs and young professionals, this is what they're asking for. This is why they're coming to us. And corporations are really starting to pay attention and listen to that. Yeah. Well, I, I love that. I, well, and you know, I adore you, uh, but I just, I love hearing the story of your journey and the, the industry's journey. Um, you know, it's just, it's such an interesting space within which to play and to learn and to, to see what's kind of coming down the pike. Um, and it, it's been so fascinating. So, so I have to tell you, Siobhan, we, we have come up to the human question. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, cause I, you travel a lot. I know that you travel a lot, but as far as I know, you travel kind of, you travel to, you know, Kansas city, St. Louis. And, and so I'm going to ask you about travel and I'm going to ask you, you have the opportunity opportunity to take a purely rest relaxation trip. Where do you go? And who, Oh, and who do you take with you? I want to know that too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's see. A truly restful relaxation trip. Um, I would probably say I would go back to Aruba because I spent okay. my honeymoon there and it was an absolute... You're going to double up? That surprises me. I'm going to okay. double up. I want to go back. <laughs> I want to go back. Um, and I would have to say, you know, obvious answer, I'll probably take my husband with me. If I could, I would take my fur baby gunner, but Aww, I don't okay. know if he would appreciate sandy beaches and 80 degree weather. Um, but yeah, I would probably take my husband and especially after the, the craziness of the past couple of years, we would just go and literally sit on a beach and not have Wi-Fi and just chill. That would be great. Sure. I love that. That is such a great answer. All right. So Aruba. Well, I want to go too. I'm just saying. Go. But, it's but... lovely. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I, know it's a, right. I know it's such a boring <laughs> answer. I know it's a boring answer, but that that's my that's my vibe right now. That would be a wonderful, happy place for me. 
Yeah. Well, well, I love that. And I wish you all the happy places in the world. Thank you so, so much, Siobhan, for taking the time to to chat with us, to to share your expertise. Um, we, we knew that this was going to be a good one, but this was a good one. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. This has been great. And I can't wait to talk more in the future with you about co-working. Oh, yay. Well, and I mean, we're going to have to have you have to have you back on, you know, in a couple of months just to see where you're at and how many more cities you've expanded to. We have a few in the pipeline. So we'll, yeah. we'll be able to have more. <laughs> All right, friend. Well, well, thank you. And we also want to say one final thank you to our episode sponsor. Today's episode of Startup Hustle was sponsored by Fullscale.io. And if you are looking for a team to help you build your technology product, they are the way to go. We we love them. They're extremely supportive of the Startup Hustle podcast, but they do an even better job supporting their customers. Listeners, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, um, spend a little bit of your day with us. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you on the flip side. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.